0: Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brandon. And in today's episode, we have a very special guest, Mr. Trent Jackson from the Fantasy Football Dudes. You can follow them on Twitter. We'll have all of that in the description of this episode for Mr. Trent Jackson and the Fantasy Football Dudes. They have a great podcast. You can check them out on YouTube or wherever podcasts are found, good, wholesome fantasy football content between that crew. Recommend checking them out. Trent and I just had a casual conversation about fantasy football, what's going on in the NFL right now. A little bit of free agency, a little bit of pre-draft. It was nothing too serious. but We were just having a great time. Just, just two fantasy football content creators cracking jokes and talking about life, so It wasn't too serious of an episode, but I feel like it was a fun one, so I hope you all enjoyed it. Trent's a a great guy, and I hope that you all go and support him and his podcast if you are looking for more fantasy football content. And as always, we're brought to you by Phantom Sports Industries. Join us at Industries.com for your sports section needs on the internet. We have stories about your favorite teams and leagues, everything that you need. Uh, you can check out our other podcasts, new podcast, The Dakota Haynes Show. Mr. Dakota Haynes, he is one of our leaders here at Phantom. So go check out his new show, It's Good Stuff. Just kind of an all-encompassing show with what he's interested in from a sports uh, standpoint. I know he talks a lot of WWE, MLB, uh, but he also mixes in the popular stuff like NFL, NBA right now too. Also check out the other podcasts. We have Odds On Favorite, The Fan, the Phantom, Football Podcast, and Tricky Tricky Takes. Go and check those guys out as well. They do a great job on their podcasts. So without further ado, we're going to get into this episode. I'm going to hit this intro And we'll see you on the other side with Mr. Trent Jackson from the Fantasy Football Dudes. Welcome back to the Phantom Fantasy Football Podcast. Joining me on this episode, we have Trent from the Fantasy Football Dudes. Trent, how's it going? It's been a long time coming.
1: It's been a long time coming, Brandon, but uh, we're here finally and uh, I'm only... 20 minutes late, which if you ask my wife, she'd be like, wow, you're doing really good because I am not known for being on time to things. So I had a little last minute engagement with the grandparents, which I love. But uh, here we are finally. You know, it's kind of hard to line up with uh, us West Coast people and you uh, Midwest people. Is that the right term? Yeah, sure.
0: Well, and and it's funny too, though, because like for my day job, I'm so used to handling the different time zones just being in the middle of it all working for a large supply chain company so i'm like you know i i get on i get into work and it's like the east coast people have already started emailing me and then it's like okay gotta catch up to that and then as soon as that's all caught up time to start emailing the west coast people hopefully they catch me at some point in the afternoon so it's it's all a part of the drill and That's what makes it fun though. It's just great to have this type of topic that, you know, just brings us all together, especially as content creators. So um, I just love breaking it down. We were, we were talking about a good subject though. Um, How many leagues is too many leagues to kind of spread yourself too thin. And I've kind of talked about this on the podcast. I will be opening up how many leagues I'm going to be in uh, going into this fall, but not to be a part of them, but it's going to be for research purposes. So I am going to have a team on each of the most popular redraft platforms so that I can gauge ownership statistics of players on those platforms to put together an average. So I'm hopefully going to delegate some of that with some of my with some of my phantom coworkers to help navigate that. So I'm not so I'm not losing sleep, but at the same time i think i really want to get that piece together um, and like we said you know you were in 11 leagues last year i i have my i have my two main ones that are my big money leagues and then i do a college fantasy also um, just to keep track of that from the dynasty side but then after that my mental bandwidth is it's kind of capped outside of a couple of draft kings and things like that so i guess it's just <laughs> Whatever you're capable of mentally, but it's it's so tough. And you start rooting against yourself and you're it's just a mental pretzel on Sundays.
1: It 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 seems like a great idea every August. Like, hey, let's just keep joining leagues. I got the draft bug. Let's keep going. Let's keep it rolling. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's week three and it's ten o'clock at night on a Tuesday night, and you're going. I didn't put waivers in four leagues and it's like, well, I got to do this. I got, I want to compete. I'm not a loser. I don't lose things, you know? So you get (laughs) me start doing all these waivers and, uh, yeah, I think we all know the drill and I think there should be therapy for this. Maybe I I, I don't know. Or it's just like, yeah, my wife thinks I have a problem as it is, you know, just that I'm playing this imaginary football thing. And then all of a sudden I started a podcast in my garage without, without her knowing, you know, that's a, that's an awkward situation when your wife finds you making a podcast without telling her, believe me, but you know, uh, well, that's how. That's when. But, that's when. I All of a sudden, for me, like all of a sudden, I'm talking
0: to these guys from Phantom, and my wife's like, "What's Phantom?" I'm like, "It's honestly, a firework I, company." I, I... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> honestly, I wish I knew. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's our CEO's former gamer tag. Uh, okay. That he used to <laughs> it just made I mean, a sports media smart. company out of it. So that's the funny part cool. about it. Um, no, but, uh, shout out Shane. He's, he gives me the platform and gets me connected with a lot of great people. So I
1: can't complain. Um, no, that's, that's great. But the, the right league, I always say the right league is two more than what you think you can be in. Sure. That's my limit. So because I I mm have, what were you saying? So
0: I've, I've actually decided like, if I find a cool, like league, that's kind of built around a contest sort of thing, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be more apt to do it now, like to add it to the pile. But if it's just another league to be a part of another league, like don't get it twisted. I appreciate any of the listeners and fans, but I'm going to need a little bit bigger of a following to justify doing a league with fans. Um, and When when this starts paying the bills, then I might start giving back a little more. Exactly. You, know,
1: you get what I mean? Yeah, I have. I have my league – and, and you know, and, and I feel like a jerk, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people out there that wish they got invited to one league, you know, and sure. they probably have no league to be in. And, you know, and I'm in an 11 here, like a, like a dirty little pig. But anyways, uh, what's it called? Uh, I think it's two, like four is probably the right number for me. Cause sure. I have my, I have my league that started in 2011. Awesome. And that's my main one, you know, the dude league and that's that four. we got a big old that's, trophy that's in there. Four. Yep that's the core. Yeah, that that that, that kind of holds my uh, football season together, you know. The problem is I'm commissioner of too many leagues. That's my biggest problem. Ooh. I'd love to kick away being commissioner cuz 2's probably the biggest number for commissioner and I think I'm a commissioner of 4. So, yeah, and then I got a dynasty league that I really like, the Dino dudes. That's a fun one. Then I have a family league. All my cousins grew up. I have a That's fun. I have I have 21 first cousins that all live in the same town as me and all the boys are in a a league together we have a big trophy called the 20 is it a 20
0: manager league
1: no we cut it down to 12 it's only the guys so there's some younger guys that want in it we're not sure if they're going to be grandfathered in you know relegation
0: relegation yeah that
1: that's a good idea we should do two leagues and have a relegation system i didn't even know what that is till i watched ted lasso but uh (laughs) it's a pretty good idea uh but yeah so and then, you know, my work's like, hey, you're in a podcast. You need to be in our league. And it's like, well, you guys don't pay any money. There is a cool trophy. But, you know, there's like, honestly, the best ball is solves all our problems. I'll join mm-hmm. any best ball tournament, any best ball league, anytime you want. But that that's where I kind of need to draw the line probably is like, hey, I can't manage this many teams. Sure. Yeah, I just
0: jump. i uh talking with a project it's called the battle of the 50 states it's the first time i'm bringing them up on the pod they're not a partner or anything but i just spoke with them the other day and they put together a a contest essentially where it's like a 50 state league they want a, Mm -hmm. a member from all of the 50 states and then apparently sleeper allows you to do a read only with the api and they have some dude yeah. who's just a whiz with the tech stuff. He has everybody's uh, Discord and Twitter, um, combining yeah. the profile with with the sleeper account. And you're you're each a part of like a certain twelve team league within like a fifty team contest. And I was like, that's cool. Now that's the type of thing that I'll join yeah. to put just because of the you know the networking opportunity and just. It's it's a cool idea. And so if when yeah. I see stuff like it that It sounds like
1: modern day poetry. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And so that's that's the type of stuff I'll join now. If it's you want me to jump on your ESPN league, I I'm, I'm I'm not interested. And and like you Can said, we... I feel bad for the people that don't have uh don't have like that core group uh to help bring the NFL season together, but i would rather
1: have my co-host phil's kind of like that sure. he's in that category so I have to be you know like no one wants him in their league and stuff I, so it, it i'd rather sense.
0: play i'd rather play in a league with four um with four active managers than with eight inactive managers that check out after week three and i'll i'll die yeah, on that exactly. hill. i'll die on that hill i
1: yeah my dude league that started in 2011 we've actually kicked a lot of people out for you know mm-hmm. uh trade backs like come on guys we're this isn't junior high no trade backs so that that was a team that got kicked out uh guys not setting their lineups guys not participating in the group techs have been kicked out you know and then uh, guys that don't want to pay the entry fee you know like it's a it's uh yeah this is this is more of a more of a gang i'm sorry if you can hear my dog barking it's
0: It's all good it's all good i had some sirens earlier so i'm just glad those went away yeah
1: so uh What's it called? But yeah, these, uh, yeah, I, I run a tight ship over here. You know what I mean? So it's like, now that I've set these high standards and now I'm in, you know, 11 leagues, it's like, Hey, I'm not even living up to what I'm, you know, expecting from my league mates. You know, that's not where, sure. that's where I had to check myself. But I agree with you. All my, all of my, uh, platforms, I use sleepers, my platform of choice. Okay. That's my main one. I, Cannot stand ESPN's platform. I feel like they should be the best, but they haven't updated that app in about eight years, and it needs a serious update, in my opinion. I, I what is your favorite platform? So, I am. Uh, so, I,
0: we started a dynasty league a couple of years ago, and we started it on League Tycoon and League
1: Tycoon. I've never even heard of that one.
0: It's pretty. Is sick. that kind of
1: like Roller Coaster Tycoon? No.
0: Well, it's. I would say it's the Dungeon and Dragons version of fantasy football. So league tycoon again not a partner of the show but they're a newer uh fantasy football application and uh you pay about ten dollars a year if you have a if you have a a google phone like i do google gives you a dollar off every year to pay for a game app so i get a i get a i pay like 8.99 a year to use the platform very cool and um it's it's a it's a salary cap league so
1: okay. you, you get always wanted to do that.
0: Yeah. it You get a certain amount of salary cap and you sign your players to contracts and then you can do like different, um, different types of things. So um, you can have the cap raised a certain amount every year. It's just super interoperable and, Um, if you get a group of people that are really into it, it's pretty awesome. So we've got a good group to start this off. We did a test. We did a test year with only 10 teams. And then we, we were, we're in the thick of it now with 12 guys, um, and, uh, How many years have you been doing it? So now two. This is the second one. but The first year okay. with 12, though. So we'll be going into our second year. But yeah, I recommend League Tycoon for anybody that really wants a salary cap. It's kind of like the MyGM mode on Madden, except fantasy football. Yeah.
1: So, so is it a so the thing with League Tycoon is everyone paying ten dollars for the app, or is it yep. one guy mm-hmm. pays? Yep, so everyone yep, is paying yep. ten dollars for the app?
0: um, I do believe there are some promo codes sometimes for first years, but um, it's mm-hmm. not on my podcast, so uh, you didn't hear it here first, <laughs> okay. so but yeah, I i recommend League Tycoon, I know, but otherwise, my redraft league we're still using ESPN, ESPN did give the app a facelift though. past year so you can now if you've had if you've had the same league in espn for the past like however many years you can actually go back and track that historical data now on espn um now the unfortunate part about the espn app is it goes dormant for like three or four months and that's that's probably the one issue with it right now otherwise yeah it's it's slow but
1: the, le- the the world leader in sports should have the best app and it shouldn't should even be a discussion in theory you know what i'm saying yeah. like that they, they are falling behind in what carries sports really now is fantasy sports mm-hmm. espn should be leading the charge i'm wondering if espn maybe buys out sleeper at some point gosh i, I could see maybe that happening uh what was the other one i am in a yeah. So, what's like the crazy like you just told me a really crazy league that you're in, okay? Okay. That that seemed crazy. This is the craziest league I have heard of. I have a buddy that is in a dynasty league and it's a 32 team dynasty league. And basically what he said is each team, you're he's in the AFC South, so sure. his team is the no, he, he's in the AFC East. He's the Dolphins. And, uh, so he plays the dolphin schedule and he has, you know, uh, I think it's like a 12 man roster, but I'm just like, that sounds psycho. Like he's all waiver wire has nothing. The rookie drafts like two rounds every year or whatever. Like it's, it's a pretty, it's a serious league. I think it's a super flex or no, it's not a super flex. Cause there's only 32 quarterbacks, but he's like, uh-huh. yeah, the quarterback plays really rough. Like, but I didn't, have you ever heard of anything like that?
0: Yeah, I have. We have a we have a couple of dudes that play in some crazy leagues over here at Phantom. They were telling me about them, and I'm just like, my gosh! Like, once you start getting the defensive players involved, um, yeah. extra extra offensive position, like shoot, like I know two quarterbacks is very popular, but even when you get me going down that, I'm like, yeah, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Like, I played in a couple. So you aren't a super
1: flex, guys.
0: I mean, I. If it it made sense, I would. But um, I prefer having an extra flex, not a super flex.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I agree with that. I kind of like super flex. I do not like two quarterback, though. Like, it's nice that you can maybe put a guy in there if you have to, and it maybe works. Especially how today's NFL, it seems like there's just not as... I say today's NFL, this past year's NFL, it didn't seem like we had those quarterbacks we used to have, you know, like I've always been that guy like, Hey, let's get my QB in the 10th round. Let's be the last guy to take a QB. I was the last guy to take a QB in a lot of leagues this year. My quarterback was Trey Lance, you know, that just, it wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I like punting that quarterback position do you think that we're going to go back to maybe it's time and go back? Like how early are you willing to draft a quarterback this year, Brandon? Like,
0: yeah, so this, that's been a hot that, if you've been listening to the podcast the past couple of weeks, this has been a a mantra that's been being preached and teached is uh, I think we got to start drafting quarterbacks earlier again. And I think when you look at like the way an NFL team is being built in the modern era, where are majority of the dollars going towards and it's going to be mm-hmm. the quarterback i mean we look at how influential Travis or so i Patrick should draft mahomes, daniel jones i potentially uh, but just maybe but, maybe but like but think about it with what mahomes did this year he ha- he was the most dominant quarterback per win share and the only player that was higher than him in total win share for fantasy was his tight end so yeah. it's it's like at that point, I'm like, I think that quarterback is uh, way more critical, especially with for, at the dynasty level right now. You need to be prioritizing that quarterback. I feel like at redraft, you can still get away with that strategy of drafting a quarterback yeah. late. But if you're in a dynasty situation, you need to be getting that QB uh, pretty often, which is why... I am way higher on Anthony Richardson than I want to be because of that. Okay, his, his fantasy okay. potential is very high. Um, I think higher than CJ Stroud, but I don't know what his situation is going to be and where he's going to get drafted. That's going yeah. to be the big. I, that's going to be the big. A lot's uh, going to depend on me.
1: landing. Yeah, landing will be a big deal. What about? Maybe this is another question you've heard too much, and I know this is your show, so I'm sorry. No, but I like about, this. This is like, great. Are Are you gonna like? when is too early to take travis kelsey is this the year the wheels start falling off i'm talking redraft you know like pick five is that where you're is it's too early like i so
0: you know in most saying? redraft like, in most redraft formats travis kelsey's usually ranked around the 10th from, 11. yeah he's from, a, he's a from double digit to, from app to app like overall um and I think that as long as he is attached with Patrick Mahomes, you can take him at the end of the first round, early second, as long as he's attached okay. to Mahomes.
1: But but here's the other thing I will say. I think if you went back the last three years and checked championship rosters, sure, I bet you a high percentage of those would have Travis Kelsey on them. You, you know what I'm saying?
0: The Actually, I no, would- though. You don't think so? I know because I've seen the playoff performance, and it and hasn't been as strong right because of the way defenses have responded to the Chiefs on offense and later in the season. Especially if
1: AFC West, yeah. are playing teams for the second time, maybe affects that.
0: I'd say yeah. the most, the most, the most common denominator for championships I saw this season was Christian McCaffrey.
1: Yeah, that make, no, that one makes sense. Uh, yeah, that's i I kind of like. I, I just feel like he's such an advantage there at the tight end you almost like back into the draft. I think if he's there in the second round, you absolutely have to take him. Yeah. I'm just wondering where's the too early spot to take him. And maybe it's pick seven, maybe it's pick seven's too early. So eight's kind of that sweet spot maybe because mm-hmm. at eight, you're not going to get him on the way back.
0: Yeah. Because, because at seven at seven, well, so you're probably taking one of those top running backs for like one through five or like one of the top receivers, um, four through seven and then after that it's like okay where where's the best value at that point and it's going to be with the tight end and then after Kelsey coming back around the horn typically has been Mark Andrews but since Greg Roman is no longer the offensive coordinator in Baltimore I don't think Mark Andrews is a second round third round pick anymore so that that's it's going to be th- there's going to be a a pendulum swing or a bigger drop off from Kelsey to whoever's next next season depending on how the cookie crumbles so it'll be interesting oh, yeah. to see
1: even when well, not even you're know, talking about Mark Andrews it's going to depend what happens with Lamar there too i don't know uh, how long huh. he's going to hold out or if he's going to you know like without Lamar he might be a totally different player yeah you know and very much so and we see Dalton Schultz going to the Texans. That just, it makes the, it waters down the tight end market even more with, you know, Dalton Schultz going to the Texans. Uh, Hurst, maybe we finally Hurst, get it. Hurston, Carolina. Yeah. Hopefully we finally get a uh, Kyle Pitts season because I traded for him <laughs> in a dynasty league. I, I, I traded DeAndre Hopkins for Kyle Pitts this past, you know, maybe a month and a half yeah. ago. And I, I don't. Maybe that was bad. Maybe it's maybe i maybe Pitts finally turns into something. You know, I feel like the potentials there for a dynasty rebuild team. I feel like it was okay to do.
0: We'll see. But Johnu Johnu Smith just getting traded there has the reunion with Arthur Smith since the Tennessee days. Exactly. So exactly. it it's gonna I just don't think that Pitts is right for the type of system Arthur likes to run, and that's the problem so. with it. I think it's a I think it's a fit thing. If only they could get Pitts in the slot more, but I just don't think that the slot is a very demanding uh, position in the offense that Arthur Smith likes to run. So, who fits the mold more. I don't know what happened there. I hope that it. I hope that it changes. But this has been what's been going on since Pitts has been in the league. It feels like who's who's been your favorite uh, team so far with free agency moves.
1: My favorite team with free agency moves so far, Let or trades of, even. No, no, no. Well, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm sure, a little sure. biased. I feel like the Cowboys have done really good with their trades, whereas last year we didn't do too much. But I like, uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. I like the corner we just added from the Colts. Oh, sure. You know, I know he's not. I know he's not what he used to be, Gilmore. but I think he's a good. Yeah, Gilmore's a good guy to mold and maybe you know uh, help Diggs a little bit. You know, someone a good vet to bring in there to put on the opposite side of it uh digs i know he's not like a he's not a lockdown corner anymore but he's a good veteran presence in the room and i like the brandon cooks trade i don't know how much that's really how big of a fantasy impact that's going to have but i think he's a solid number two he's put up good numbers in houston with you know davis mills throwing him the ball like i think cooks is a very solid number two for dallas i'm what the you know the Domino, I'm waiting for to fall is where's DeAndre Hopkins gonna go? You know what? Yeah, is this, they think Chiefs go all in on D Hop, or I guess his name's Nuke, not D Hop, you know. But <laughs> I, and I don't even get that nickname, maybe there's some background to it, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't even say it. I who knows?
0: I don't know. But, yeah,
1: uh, well, so Cowboys, Brandon Cooks,
0: they signed Ronald Jones, they, they, they got Cooper Rush back. That was that's an underrated move, that's a good that word. was a good yeah. one. And then they, uh, they put the tag on Pollard and then uh, they kept Rico Dowdle in house, special teams dude. So, um, yeah. I mean, like, let Zeke go. Yeah, I know. That was, a, I liked
1: that move actually a lot for yeah, them. Yeah, as much as I like Zeke and, you know, have liked him, it's, uh, I think it was, I think it was past the time that we should have got rid of him probably, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: So, It'll be interesting it, to see where he lands. Um, but What, I do, think, you, what yeah. do you think
1: about what he said?
0: Honestly, I don't <laughs> pay too much credence with players' quotes yeah. in March just because it doesn't really affect what happens um, True. on the field from a fantasy standpoint. So I, I understand where he's coming from, but I feel like he has – he kind of lacks self awareness, and he always has, you know, since his Ohio State days. Been watching Ezekiel Elliott for a long time, and uh, yeah, I hope that he can find a way to at least produce for a team. But he's going to have to accept a lot less money than what I think he oh, wants yeah. to. So, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised that uh, Brandon Cooks is still um, getting guaranteed. Well, I I wonder if this contract's going to get restructured quite a bit because. He's 30 and I, I know he hasn't, I mean, he's showing signs of regression. So who yeah. knows if this is going to be a resurgence or not, but I'm not necessarily confident right, that Dak like. is the resurgence that he needs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like what we got him for. I think they tried to trade for him last year in the middle of season and it was way too much. I'm a lot happier at this price. But if you want to talk about what I wish my Cowboys would have done, I wish we would have kept Amari Cooper. But, yeah, you know, this is a downgrade from Cooper, in my opinion, as much as people don't like Cooper. Uh, but besides my own team, I'm I'm kind of excited for Justin Fields this year. You know, Bears. Right. I, I don't know if you're a Bears fan. I Absolutely not. I grew up
0: in the Green now. Bay area.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're a Packers fan. Yep. Okay. Born and bred. All right. Yep. Okay. So. uh yeah, it's I know what was it uh he was kind of last year the Bears what were they 31st in passing yards or something but yep. I I think he I think he could get it done here. I think uh is this a worse situation than what DJ Moore had last year? I don't think it is. No. But, I don't think so either. So so it should be better and DJ Moore has been avail- you know he's been a he's always produced. So I'm excited for DJ Moore and uh yeah i i I, and i even the nfc north's gonna be interesting this year with montgomery going to the lions uh i i'm a big jamal williams fan jamal williams you know he carried my scotty fishbowl team you know that was oh my gosh he was insane for fantasy yeah so i had him and deandre swift and scotty fishbowl and i was playing both of them and that was really nice uh yeah i jamal williams he was a uh he had a good season. I don't think he can repeat that, but... Not in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, and Montgomery... Montgomery actually, like, maybe it's an upgrade from Jamal. I, I I don't know. Not from, like, red zone point, but maybe more of, like, a pass catcher back. He's probably better, right?
0: I think that Montgomery's an upgrade from a three-down standpoint, whereas Jamal is yes. probably more of your third-down guy. But if you also looked at how Detroit was doing it, anytime they were inside the 20 it was jamal williams time like they didn't even want to see what deandre swift could do between the tackles because they knew he couldn't take it which which stunk you know because i thought i got deandre swift for a value last season but then i see jamal williams taking all these goal line snaps week one against philly and i'm like oh shoot i need to trade deandre swift now while i still can get some value for him and uh yeah, I don't know what to expect, honestly, what that's going to look like with Montgomery, but it'll be interesting. The two teams yeah, I, that I'm most impressed with are the New York Giants and the Miami Dolphins.
1: I, I they, agree what, with the Dolphins, yeah. What, what, why not the Giants? I, I like the Waller ad. I just don't know if Waller, like, hey, I love Waller. Waller carried me, you know, in a couple... You know, I had him that breakout year, his first year in for the Raiders, you know, and that was a big time play, getting Waller off the waiver wire. Um, I just don't know, like, has he missed like 16 games in the last two years? Like, I'm hoping he can, if he can stay on the field, I agree with you, absolutely. But MetLife up there is just known for thrashing guys' knees, and Waller is kind of an injury guy anyways. And I know that's a lame reason to not be excited for a guy, but.
0: Sure, no, well, so I'm not too worried about Waller because they brought in Tommy Sweeney from buffalo and then also daniel bellinger looks like a future stud so like waller waller i think just brings in that route running like he's 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 one of the do-it-all kind of guys and i think that he just brings more depth to their tight end room altogether um at an elite level but what i was most impressed with with the giants is the way that they were able to bring basically all the important members of that receiver room back Um, Sterling Mm Shepard Isaiah Hodgins when they got him from Buffalo they brought him back on a cheap deal Darius Slayton I was not expecting all of them to come back and they all re-signed which says that something's being done right up there I don't know to what extent but it's it's I would be nervous in the in the NFC East for the Giants right now because of Brian Dable and Company and just he, I like their he, coach. He, He's my favorite coach I know. in the he, NFC East, I'd say. It's tough it's tough as you're being a Cowboys fan, I'm sure because you see it and it's like, "Oh, no, yeah. like not them again," but it's they yeah. they they've found they found a way to make it work with Daniel Jones. So incredible. being a
1: Packers fan, are you do you like McCarthy or you don't like him?
0: I'm I have grown to be more and more impartial the further he has, uh, the further the years have gone, uh, between him and his time in green Bay, if that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I, fair. I wonder how much of it was him and I wonder how much it bit was other things. Um, I will say I do worry for the Cowboys from the extent that he has basically decided to take the whole offensive play calling duties mm-hmm. on his shoulders once again, I think that that has not been a recipe for success in his tenure, but you know what? Maybe he's changed. Maybe that, um, uh, what was it? He said he watched every snap or got like a pro football focus account, whatever, before he got the Cowboys job and was doing all this research. Maybe that, maybe that pays off. I, I hope it works out for you, but, um, as a Packers maybe. fan, I'm not really a Cowboys fan. So um, at the same oh, time, I'm that. like, you know, if the Cowboys don't do
1: super well, I'm not going to be too hurt about it. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah. I understand his spot. Cause I think yeah. he's kind of like, Hey, if we have another season like this in a row where we lose like this, I want to be the guy that's calling the plays. I want it to fall on me. I don't want to have a finger to point it. I want to be like, yeah, I went out how I wanted to do it. You know what I'm saying? Rather than, yeah. You know what
0: I mean? Do you think, Dan, do you think Dan center. Quinn? Do you think Dan Quinn gets the head coaching job if Mike McCarthy that goes down be, on his sword?
1: That would be my favorite hire. Would be Dan Quinn because I think he can do it. I love what he's done with the defense. It's been it's been awesome uh, how he's how he's developed guys like Diggs and uh, Parsons Seen it develop. That guy's just a freak. But you know, even with our secondary beat up, and he got those guys playing. You know, so I, I do. I would Dan Quinn would be my front runner, and I think that's why he keeps staying sure I think that's why he's not taking other jobs yeah
0: that that would make sense um mm-hmm. no and let's see here just to double check here who did they bring in for their offensive coordinator oh schottenheimer yeah so yeah, yeah. Got, i love that, that hire i love it I'm back kidding. i'm just kidding <laughs> uh i mean that's that's yeah. tough i you got to wonder what jones and family's doing i i mean yeah. stephen don't get it twisted like i think he's steven has done a great job drafting um he's done a great especially first round like our first round
1: success rate's pretty good other than taco what's his name
0: yeah and and they've done pretty good in the undrafted world um the undrafted Mm -hmm. side of things too so it's it's the proof is there they they've were able they've been able to do more um with a lot less and do a lot with with what they have and uh you got to respect the business moves that family makes for that franchise and
1: I love how yeah. this has become a Dallas Cowboys pod. I don't, but you know what? <laughs> I I I can't
0: help but I have to recognize the reality, you know? Like yeah. I, if if I if I live in a world where I'm talking about the Packers situation with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, this podcast would get very boring very quickly with the amount of times yeah. it's been brought up. Because what happens is Everybody comes on my podcast and they're like, "Oh, this is the Packer guy. He knows what's really going on with the Aaron Rodgers stuff cuz he's even from Green Bay." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah how I mean, how many
1: days of darkness have you been in trying to figure this out?" Not many because I
0: already know what's happening. It's, <laughs> it's 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 a combination of things. And I don't care how many shows Mike Florio goes on in Wisconsin sports radio to 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 give the Packers what they want to hear, saying that the Packers have leverage over the Jets, it's just not the case. Joe yeah, Douglas has the leverage right now, and there's no question about it. Like it, it the contract that yeah. the Jets have to take on, it's too much. So, but I want to talk about the Dolphins and what they did, honestly, because okay, okay, because okay. I. The, the fact that they were able to bring back Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson could be really good for a fantasy football situation. And I love the Mike White pickup, too, because I, I like if, that. Too. If Tua goes down, I think that Mike White is a perfect quarterback for what McDaniel is trying to do there Um, in case like they have to break glass in case of emergency.
1: Well, and I'll I'll ask you too. I ask I ask the guys at my pod all the time. My sure. listeners get tired of it, but your listeners don't get tired of it. Is uh Tua even cleared from concussion protocol yet? Do we know? Like I know he couldn't play dodgeball at the Pro Bowl. Like, what's the deal? Like, yeah, they definitely need a backup quarterback. They probably should get one more because that playoff game in Buffalo was terrible to watch. But I love that they brought in Ramsey. Like the hey, the Dolphins, like, no pun intended, they made splashes the last two offseasons, and I like it. Um,
0: well, I think you're seeing this argument too being brought to the forefront after what happened in the, in the, uh, NFC, um, championship game where San Francisco lost all their quarterbacks. Basically, I, it, it, it'll be interesting. The Packers did that for a little bit. They had, um, they had had two backup quarterbacks, um, for a while with Rogers there. Um, I think it was Joe Callahan and, uh, I'm not sure if it was a combination of Deshaun Kaiser, Brett Huntley. It was ugly. Our backup situation for a while in green Bay, but we had three quarterbacks on the roster. I think that I would like to see more teams bring on like kind of what a Taysom Hill is and just have like, just have that guy that can kind of be just a football player, but, if you mm-hmm. had an emergency situation, you knew that they could come in and uh, and play quarterback if they had to,
1: like that guy in the Broncos. What was his name? I can't remember that receiver. Everybody always talks about him. He oh, played those snaps man, for. He's not that. He's no Taysom Hill. That's absolutely sure.
0: But then that, again, but then again, the NFL it's one of those leagues where it's like the more you do, the more. I think Taylor Luan's been saying it on his podcast a lot lately, the more you can do, the less you actually get paid in the NFL. Absolutely. Absolutely. It it, it makes sense why you don't have that, but you can't tell me there's some plucky division two quarterback out there. That's just a freak athlete that could care less where he lines up on an NFL roster. Just as long as he gets to play more football. It's like at this point, it's like, shoot, like, I would it would kind of bode well to have an insurance policy like that at a yeah. third string level.
1: Yeah, and maybe he can play some punt team exactly. and kick. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to find good quarterback guys that do that. But yeah, I I agree. What about like who's been your? So you said Jets, or sorry, you said Dolphins, not Jets. I'm getting my AFC East. No, it's all good. Mixed up here, um, mm-hmm. like. What about some of the biggest losers you want to talk about? You know, like what, what's your take on Alvin Kamara with Jamal Williams being in there? I know that we don't even know how much Kamara is going to play, but I think when you bring in a guy like Jamal in there, he's going to lose some red zone touches. And Kamara's already had to deal with Taysom Hill there. What are they going to do with Taysom Hill there with Derek Carr there too? You know what I mean? Like I'm sure Taysom Hill is still going to have some packages, right?
0: Yeah, no, well, I think I think Dennis Allen's in a weird place there because he, he Derek Carr was his quarterback back in Oakland, but the thing yeah. is uh um when they were together, uh somebody tweeted this out. Apparently they only had 8 wins when they were together. So total oh, okay. and they were together for a couple of seasons. So um the the his the, the small sample size we have from a historical standpoint isn't pretty with those two yeah. uh working together so it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens um I (laughs) I don't like what I'm seeing from the Saints because they had a co-defensive coordinator situation going on there last season and the best of the two left to go be the defensive coordinator for the Falcons And then the other guy, they just parted ways with, and then they brought in somebody completely different as the defense coordinator. So I'm, I'm a little nervous about what the saints are going to look like next year. It could be, it could be pretty ugly. um, If I want to be completely honest about it, but at the same time, like we're so far away from the season starting that I, it could be completely different. And Maybe Derek yeah. Carr, you know, has that dog in him a little bit, and is just like you know, I want to got that bulldog in. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to, you, know, you know, kick some ass, take some names, maybe, and we'll see what happens ultimately. But um, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm I, not holding my breath.
1: Yeah, I have a, I, I, you know, I grew up. Derek Carr is actually a year older than me, so oh, I'm sure. from the same section as Derek Carr, so. I remember watching him in high school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then I live 30 minutes south of Fresno. So I grew up, you know, went to all those Fresno State games with him and Devontae Adams. So I've always wanted him to do good. Uh, I don't know if that injury he had that one year still messed him up. I don't know if he's lost a little bit, but uh, he, I definitely think this is better wide receivers than what he, well, maybe not better wide receivers than what he had in Oakland. Uh, That was like Crabtree. And I don't know who else was there, but Alave is pretty good. I don't know what we're gonna get from Michael Thomas. He's another guy. I don't know if he does he even play anymore. Like he's I've, a vestige I, of
0: what he once was.
1: Yeah, I don't. Bad. I don't think. Like I don't want to touch. I don't want to draft him anywhere. But yeah, I think Kamara could be a like. I just are you think that you're, you're going to have Kamara? You know, possibly being suspended. Yep, that's what I would say. And then when he does, Jamal play, Williams
0: would be great.
1: Jamal Williams that. gets those carries and Taysom Hill. So I don't know. He's still going to have that uh, catching upside, but I just don't know about that other stuff. So that was just kind of a guy. And then maybe, you know, I'm a huge Baker Mayfield fan. I've loved him since Oklahoma. I like the Sooners. But mm-hmm. I think we got to say Mike Evans might be a fantasy loser this year, depending yeah. in, unless Baker just can figure it out and feed him the ball. Maybe Godwin's a little bit better this year than Evans because yeah. I'm just looking at how Landry did with Baker compared to like – mike evans but not like landry was a world beater no. with baker mayfield it was more like he was just a reception guy so i i don't know those have kind of been some fantasy offseason losers that i've kind of I've thought about those three and then i have deandre swift which we kind of talked about that i and maybe it's an upgrade for deandre swift i don't know probably the best thing if you're a deandre swift dynasty guy is you're hoping that they bring no one in, right? And he's just yeah. the bell cow, and they have that. But they actually brought in another running back and paid him money. So that's where it's like maybe this is a make or break year for him. Who knows?
0: I will say I am ha- with the Saints. The fact they were able to bring back Juwan Johnson, that I was yeah. a little surprised that nobody else in the league wanted to give him a shot on their roster with the production that he was. Um it just, that's the ultimate
1: feast or famine tight end
0: he, i know but he, he, he's good but still he's, yeah he's he's out there for a lot of snaps though and not just from an offensive fantasy production standpoint and, and i, Carr I like, likes his tight ends. yeah i like Rashid shaheed too i think mm-hmm. with Callaway going to denver um the field opens up more for shaheed a little bit um he's one of my sleeper wide receivers i don't know if he'll actually pan out but I liked what I saw last year. His depth per route run was pretty far. It was like he'd catch one 50 yard pass and you wouldn't hear from him the rest of the game. But then all of yeah. a sudden he blew up one week and I'm like, man, if only we could predict that a little more, um, he, there's potential there as well. So we shall see, um, you know, Derek Carr made Matt Collins relevant for a couple of weeks last year. <laughs> he did. Um, he it, did. it could happen. Um. Who's uh, who, let's 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 do this. So who is a who's a player that you are? So I always I'm looking for right now who the next like Jamal Williams is or who the next Cordell Patterson is from two years ago. James White from th- three or four years ago. Yeah. Who's going to yeah. be that guy?
1: Fun story about Cordero Patterson is in my dude league. uh, He had that one game where he blew up and I put all my fab on him. I put all my (laughs) fab on him. I got ridiculed for days. Like kickoff couldn't happen soon enough, you know, and Cordero Patterson, he's another guy I've always liked. My uh, high school quarterback I blocked for is Tyler Bray. He played for the Tennessee Volunteers. Oh, sure. So he threw passes to Cordero Patterson. So I've always been a fan of Cordero Patterson. But what I'm saying is, is I went all in on him. <laughs> Man, it was maybe not the smartest thing. But like I always say, is scared money don't make money. So, you know, oh. you see a guy that you think could win the thing for you. He had like a two TD game. I needed a running back. I put him in there and I think he had another. He had like a two TD game again and he had like one more. And he went a kind of silent there for a little bit. But he was kind of like a you could almost count on a touchdown, a goal line carry for him, you know, every other week or something. He was a pretty, he, you know, he helped me, you know, get on a nice little playoff run there. Yeah. It was like needed. So if you think you got that guy, like a lot of people were saying, put like 20% fab. I, I put it, I think I had like $15 fab left when it was sure. all said and done from what I put on Cordero Patterson. But, uh, that guy that could be this year, I need to dig in and find out a little bit, do a little bit more homework. Uh,
0: do you want to know who I think it's going to be?
1: Yeah, who who do you
0: think it is? Samaji P Ryan.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good one because I thought that uh, I I don't know what's going to happen with Mixon. Well, I, he's I in, like P Samaji's
0: Ryan. in Denver now.
1: Oh, Samaji's in Denver, and Javante okay.
0: Williams is still hurt
1: yeah i don't want to javante williams is another guy i don't really want but i have liked what Samaj. i was saying the whole year last year that samaji i almost thought was the better back than mixon sometimes it looked better pass catcher well take away mixon's you know three touchdown game and what he do last year you know what i mean like that was kind of his saving grace other than that he didn't have that great of a season i feel like yeah so Uh, samaji might have been a Bigger game it might have been a four touchdown yeah. game i can't remember what that game was he had samaji's
0: 28 so if there's going to be a season that he's going to go off it has to be now or it probably will never happen
1: yeah because he's i can't believe he's only 28 i feel like he's older you know i like, know well he looks he's like completely it. bald, bald with yeah beard. he's, he's yeah. got to be the oldest 28 28 year old ever so you yeah. think samaji p ryan Let me think here a little bit who I kind of want to plant my flag in. Like on our show every August, we have our dudes and duds that we kind of say like, these guys are going to be good. These guys are going to be bad. Sure. Uh, Man, early running back that you can kind of take late that I like right now. Uh, I, what are are your takes on Pacheco this year? I'm not saying that's my guy, but you think he repeats or you think he gets like drafted way too early? I
0: think that, regression is always a potential but I think mm. with his sample size and the way that Kansas City could use him I think that he could have a really good year Um, he could be he could be a stalwart on fantasy rosters I don't see why not I get concerned sometimes with Kansas City's offense and not them not needing to run as much as other teams do Uh, that being said though we have seen the need for stylistic change uh after a team has made a super bowl run just to keep things relevant and keep defenses guessing so um it it could be that way i think that uh i think that pacheco was a breath of fresh air after what happened with edwards allaire and uh I am curious to see if they bring another veteran or bring McKinnon back just to see what that looks like. But I always got to take running backs in Kansas city with a grain of salt, just from the fact that they're just not needed. Excited they're not him. needed as much as other teams need them. Yeah maybe Aaron Jones because with Aaron Rodgers out of the picture they're going to need to run the ball more or maybe AJ Dillon yeah, even.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to use both of them. The guy I'm thinking of and I'm not saying this guy's going to be a steal but you might be able to get him a little later than what you did last year is uh I could see Jonathan Taylor having a decent bounce back this yeah. year. You know, he didn't the, I still think there's a lot of tread on those tires and he had such, he was going number 1 overall in a lot of leagues. Like yep. I mm-hmm. think he could very easily have a really nice bounce back this year. We don't know who the quarterback is, but you said Taylor Luan, he put that as a team he'd like to go, go to, which I know that doesn't mean anything, players saying that, but that offensive line's good as it is. If they can get one more guy in there, maybe a little bit of a passing threat at all, but I think I kind of like, he's probably still a first round guy, but you might be able to get him in the back. You know, you might be able to get like a Jonathan Taylor Kelsey stack or something sure, sure. like we were talking about earlier running backs. I don't want, I will not, I always want JK Dobbins. And for some reason, I just think he's always going to be better. And I, I don't think I need to draft him this year. It just depends mm-hmm. with Lamar and all that stuff. I don't really, I was excited for Josh Jacobs last year. I like targeting those guys on sure. contract years. I'm staying away from Josh Jacobs this year. I just, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he can pull the genie out of the bottle two years in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I can't get onto that one, but well, I, I need to do a bit more. That's also because bigger.
0: McDaniels just finds new ways to screw NFL, NFL yeah. franchises up.
1: So um, um, we'll, we'll see what. I'm excited about. I'm excited about ETN. I don't have like a good sleeper right now. Like there's no reason you can't get P Ryan in every single league. Like anyone listening to this, they can draft P Ryan. Like
0: that's why I'm I'm saying P Ryan and I'll need to see more of what happens from Denver training camp to really solidify that take. But that's, that's, that's a guy that I've had that I've been thinking about a lot because that there always seems to be that outlier that's been in the league for a long time, but maybe just never had the right opportunity and because of the way the roster and depth chart falls, they just, they mm-hmm. have to be the guy. And um, I think that that could happen for P Ryan because Javante Williams, it doesn't look like he's going to be starting the season. So I did like the Jonathan Taylor take though, especially with Shane Steichen coming in. Um, obviously what he did in Philadelphia last year was really uh, run heavy in a way that we've never seen the run being used before. So it could be very good for Jonathan Taylor, and he hung it up. He hung it up early last season, so he could get healthy. So it could be, you know, it could be a good bounce back season for him. At least all Jonathan you... Taylor owners would hope so, especially on the dynasty side.
1: Yeah, is Justin Jackson still at a or not Justin Jackson Kelly? Who's the Chargers' backup running back right now? Oh shoot, it, it could have changed. That that might be a good one because we don't Josh know where is going to be. Kelly, yeah, yeah. Josh Kelly. That I feel like that might be one where it's like, you know, I'm looking at my dynasty league guys that are kind of free agents right now, but we can't get anybody right now because our league's locked till, till the draft. But like, yeah, that could be a really good guy. Cause Eckler's saying he needs to get paid more money. Sure. Uh, so I don't know. Have they paid Herbert yet too? Like, I don't know what the chargers are going to do with that whole situation having to pay Eckler and her and, uh, and I don't Herbert. know. All right. I
0: know is as a franchise, they don't like paying people. Yeah, it's a.
1: My wife's a Chargers fan. I always tell her that's a poverty franchise. You know, they just find <laughs> ways to you know let things not let things slip away, like Drew Brees, and yeah, that's a, it's a, bad. Them, it, li- living in California, that meant yeah. Living in California, the amount of Chargers fans who make fun of me for being a Cowboys fan is so disturbing. Like I don't know, Chargers fans shouldn't be allowed to make fun of anyone, Brandon. No, anyone. no, they shouldn't. That'd be uh, like that'd be like a Lions fan making fun of a Packers fan. It doesn't make any sense. No, I mean it.
0: Do, it does this season, but this past this season, year, maybe, but, maybe, but, maybe but, Jordan uh, Love
1: might be good
0: maybe yeah no well there's but cowboys do training camp in la though they have a strong la contingent oh, so like yeah, huge, i'm not huge, i'm not surprised yeah. when somebody from california says they're a cowboys fan what i'm surprised is like if you're from wisconsin and you say you're a cowboys fan then i wonder if you got dropped as a baby like because it's like what it, what what happened there and most of the time it's because it's a family thing so i'm on it i get it but it's like Really? Like, is is Wisconsin, is
1: Wisconsin in America though? Cause Cowboys are America's team. I'm sure you love hearing. Why are we back to the Cowboys? Brandon? I, I don't I, know. I just did a whole thing. I think, the Packers, circle, I think you know?
0: the Packers are actually America's team with, you see how well we travel from stadium yeah, to stadium. I'd say the Packers are America's team, but that's how that's many times,
1: how, how many times have you been to Lambeau? You go quite a bit.
0: Um, I've last game I went to was the playoff game. Um, in 2019 with, uh, when uh, Russell Wilson was there of Seattle, so that was a really um, electric atmosphere. But I don't get out there as much as I as I used yeah. to, just because I don't live you in didn't... that area of the country anymore. You grew
1: up going though. You grew up going to those games, uh,
0: more so Badger games. Badger games. Okay. But as I, you know, when I when, as I grew into adulthood, then I started getting more access to that type of stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, through work and everything, and so um, I've been able to go to a few Packer games now, um, but yeah it not so much lately you know pandemic kind of put a put a damper on going to games period and then uh and then just haven't had the opportunity since then but we'll, we'll, we'll be looking to get back out to games this year especially especially with the way the wisconsin badges are looking now like we'll i'll be back in
1: mad town for sure uh week well, one here's this the thing the, the couch is nice man especially I know, like i'm from california I, right i i have no desire to watch a game in the cold you know frozen tundra up there you know what i mean like i soft i i, I no, couldn't I, do I, it i get it know? i get it um i you're not you're not I, no i'm for sure soft i'm a marshmallow soft man look at me my but, dad uh, <laughs> my dad
0: would say the same thing i get it <laughs> uh sometimes yeah, it's just those atmospheres though are so electric like that playoff game oh was, absolutely that playoff game was so my awesome. Anthony Davis the basketball player was sitting in the box behind where my seats were Lil Wayne coming out to do roll out the barrel like it doesn't get much better than that if no, those guys doesn't. can come out to Wisconsin in January like shoot like I think anybody can so that yeah. if 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 it's your team you find you, you 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 find absolutely if it's absolutely. your team so um, what, what rookies, you, what what NFL, let's talk NFL draft a little bit here. What Do
1: you, sure. do you know anything about these guys coming in? Uh, a lot of people don't think I know anything about fantasy football, but I'll do my best. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, th- these guys coming in, I'm a big, uh, of course, I like Bajon. I like JSN. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's lame saying that stuff, but uh, about th- those are kind of the two guys. Those are the two guys I really want. I like uh my the guy I do like, my cousin goes to Auburn. I'm Ooh. I'm curious to see where Tank Bigsby goes. I yes. I really think he could be. Here's the deal. A lot of times it's just what team you go to. Tank Bigsby might go to a team that he actually contributes right away and is fantasy relevant. I wouldn't be surprised if he was the best running back this rookie season. I think Bajan's a freak, but he, you know, maybe goes to a team where, you know, they need a little bit more help. Maybe he doesn't have that great of a season. I could see Tank Bigsby going to like uh, I don't want to say it. Like I could see him going to the Cowboys and you know being in there sure. with Tony Pollard or something. Or I could see him going to uh <laughs> sorry about that. Let's think about this. Maybe like uh maybe the Chargers replace Eckler, or we get Tank Bigsby to go to like maybe the Broncos, and that messes up your Samaj Pirine thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a lot of teams that he could go and contribute right away maybe the bucks bring him in to push rashad white a little bit you know so that tank bigsby's kind of the guy that's been like hey that could be a pretty sneaky you know that could be that guy that you get in your dynasty draft and maybe the second round and you're like oh this was that was my best pick of that draft you know what i'm saying maybe if he went to the commanders maybe he pushes antonio gibson and you know b rob out finally you know what i'm like that, yeah that's kind of what's it with that whole thing i'm not as I'm not riding
0: the JSN hype train at the receiver side, as much as some people are. Uh, cause I think that when he was his best, he was running in the slot with Olave and Wilson um, by him. And I just only cause I've been able to watch a lot of big 10 football cause it's this big 10 country basically. So the guy that I really like, though, I'm interested to see what Jordan Addison can do um, at the next level. I really liked him in Pitt and then he he brought the show out to SoCal and he he did his thing at USC in with uh, Lincoln Riley system. So I I think that he can get plugged in pretty easily to majority of teams and be able to make some stuff happen. So I don't know what you thought about him.
1: Uh, I actually watched a decent amount of USC this year. I'm going to plug my hometown again, but Andrew Voorhees, the guy who tore his U- sure. ACL. He's from my hometown. My sister was in his wedding. So I actually watched a lot of those uh, USC games. I'm not super excited about any of the wide receivers. Really? Like I, I do like JSN. Like I feel like, yeah, cause he's a slot. He might go in. I don't, know if I'm really seeing like a true number one alpha wide receiver in this draft. Like you think Addison's the first receiver taken? I think it's JSN.
0: I think it, I, th- well, hmm, it's gonna. I don't know, honestly, like I'm, I'm in the same boat. You are, I don't think this is uh the receivers in this draft are as strong as last year's class. um, By a lot. But I think that this year's running backs are, uh yeah, absolutely are, they're they're the cream of the crop um just looking at some of these guys even from some of these small schools like i'm constantly finding a new guy that just blew up in college um yeah we'll we'll be doing we'll be running an episode in a couple of weeks um about uh about guys that weren't even invited to the combine that were stoked about and um, me and yeah, one of what the about
1: key- that linebacker there's that linebacker that he invited the combine and he like just blew the doors off at his pro day and everyone's going crazy about him is he iowa or something i can't remember
0: probably that sounds like a typical iowa dude i have i have <laughs> i'll have to look at that but iowa produces yeah. defensive pros like it's going out of style yeah it's I, I i can't
1: remember i can't remember where it was but i think he would have had the fastest 40 and would have been like one of the strongest guys at the combine at the linebacker position he naming it by the combine i don't I remember think what his the name combine is
0: I th- I don't I think the combine has a lot to do with marketing sometimes though too yeah because it's interesting um, Lou Nichols was the lead touchdown scorer I believe at the running back position in college football his junior year and he had kind of a he had a subpar senior year and he didn't even get an invite to the combine and he's eligible for the draft but then Tajay Spears from Tulane who nobody heard about until he beat the barn doors off USC gets an invite. (laughs) So it's like it, I think a lot of it has to do with marketing and like what big games your team is playing in that year. I think that has a lot to do with it. It's like, how many times can you get like scouts eyeballs on you because you're playing against like a school with other pros that they're scouting. So it's a, it's a marketing thing too. So
1: I'm, I'm curious to see how that guy does from – you, you said he's from Tulane, right? Ty J I'm Spears? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I because I watched that game, and I was like, man, this kid can flat out play, but I hadn't heard of him till that game. You know what I mean? It was just – He's you know, crafty. goes off in the cotton ball. Yeah. He's
0: crafty. And I he, love the move where he goes down on his arm. and You should watch some of his highlights. What he does with a spin mm-hmm. move is he goes down – Like he pretends to go down, but he keeps himself on the ground with like his hand in his arm without making too much contact spins to avoid the tacklers and then just picks up and goes like it's kind of like Aaron Jones esque, but a little craftier. He's a lot. He's it's it's impressive
1: stuff. Yeah. Just just going about that, you know what I mean? And it seems the Bills will probably draft a running back also, you know, because they Indeed. need like 19 good running backs there, you know, because they got a couple. <laughs> they got, I, I think they're still waiting for one to hit because they just got uh, Damian Harris there also too, right? Like it's yes. just the Bills are just hogging all the, you know, veteran running backs. Uh, then I, then I, I don't Baltimore, know what's going on. Right? yeah them in Baltimore so I don't know like that Spears guy uh, he's another guy that I could see maybe going to like the Broncos or the Chargers and being a great change of pace back you know yeah
0: I don't think I don't think Buffalo would want him because I think they'd liken it too much to uh oh this is a little bit new and improved Devin Singletary like we don't we don't need that again so yeah Yeah. but it'll be Were you high on
1: James Cook were you high on James Cook last year
0: no no
1: they're another I, I team, like the they're another team that doesn't...
0: They're it. like Kansas City. They don't need to run.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They get a little worse weather. They maybe should learn how to run. They should. Uh, what do you think about Miles Sanders and the Panthers? I, I just um, feel like that's another...
0: I need to... I, I need... Need to sleep on it a little bit more? I need some reassurances from Frank Reich. That's what I need, honestly. Yeah. Like, I... What he did with Jonathan Taylor should be criminal. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's the, true. It's the true. The fact that he didn't think that he needed more JT was that was just ridiculous. Especially the year yeah. that Jonathan Taylor was going off the way he was two years ago. We deserve answers. Yeah, I will never get him. He's no, he's Fort don't. Knox. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he has no personality whatsoever. I mean yeah. any guy that goes out down on his sword because of Carson Wentz, I don't think that he should be a head coach again, but you know yeah. what? It NFL's an incestuous league when it comes to coaches. Um it so is so strange, man. you can't you you can't uh gotta call a spade a spade there. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I hope he proves me wrong, but I don't like Miles Sanders' chances. And plus he's injury yeah. prone. So yeah, I hope it works out, but I'm skeptical. And Carson Wentz still a free agent last I checked. Um, watch, watch Frank Reich do something sideways and pick him back up. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he might pick him up. Yeah. yeah it, it, it it wouldn't surprise me, but uh, they have right. the number one pick. So it's going to be a quarterback regardless. So yeah. yeah Would but... you
1: be surprised if they took Richardson there?
0: Um, I kind of hope they do because I think they have the coaching staff to develop a quarterback like Richardson. Okay. But, but and will they, by... but will they, I don't think they will. Cause okay. I don't think Frank Reich has it within himself to do something that, um, that unique.
1: Yeah. And that's that maybe that buys you some coach assurance insurance where it's like, Hey, look at, I, I have a project quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, but you know, it's, People want to win now. Tepper, he's he, he's ready to turn this ship around, I think. So I don't know. I think Stroud's the safest pick. He is. Would you agree with that? Or do you like he Young is. more? It's gonna be Stroud. I, I'm not a fan. I I just can't see a quarterback as small as Bryce Young being no good, you know. And I'm I'm all for wanting the little guy, but I just you know, there's not a lot of Russell Wilsons out there, right? So yeah, it, it will be
0: interesting. I'm looking forward to it, though, as are you. So we could talk yeah. about football all night, but honestly, uh, this has been a great episode just to kind of give a light uh, fantasy football general NFL conversation. It's what I always say in new, in ad nauseum right now. It's the best part about having a fantasy football podcast in the off season is you can just be a regular football podcast. So. I appreciate you coming on, Trent. Um, You want to tell the people
1: where they can find uh, you and the Fantasy Football Dudes? Yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at TFFDudes. And, uh, yeah, we have a podcast every Monday. We we do a Fantasy Football podcast, and then every Thursday we do a fun little draft, like uh, this upcoming draft is going to be – zoo animals we've done you know college football players we've cool. done emojis we have these wild zany drafts i promise you'll laugh i promise you have a good time i promise you might even pull your hair out with like how did that pick go there we've done a. Uh, Best sodas, we've done best microwave foods. We do a bunch of crazy drafts. We have a lot of fun. It's a great time. But yeah, follow us at TFF Dudes on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube channels really growing. And here's a little kicker if you like these drafts. We put them out on Wednesday on YouTube, or you can wait till Thursday and get them on podcast. So that's a little way to get people over to the YouTube. But, yeah, so you get a day earlier on YouTube or you can wait till Thursday and you let us whisper, you know, into your ears. So hopefully you guys (laughs) enjoyed this. uh, Yeah. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts. And, Brandon, thanks for having me on. Thanks for being patient. And, uh, yeah, thank you for being persistent, you know, because I've had a lot of fun. We'll have to do this again for sure. No,
0: for sure. Yeah. And you know what? time zones time zones uh can only keep us apart for so long um it, you know it, it was a great they time can only pin. hope to contain us they i know can't stop right us. i know right can't stop us won't stop yeah us. all right well trent i appreciate you hopping on and uh we'll see you again soon all right thanks again